First off, let me introduce myself and tell you a little bit about JT Office Hours, and then I'm going to jump into our three questions. So, my name is Erica Jordan Thomas. I'm super excited for JT Office Hours tonight. I am a former teacher, former instructional coach, former assistant principal, former principal, currently a full-time doctoral candidate in education leadership at Harvard Graduate School of Education, and so I'm in my third and final year. Get excited. And I am CEO of EJT Consulting LLC and Get Launch Consulting, which is my program, 12-week program that walks educators step-by-step through the program, to the, through the process of launching their own consulting business for impact. So if you're joining me tonight live, go ahead and say hello. Let me know where you're logging in from. If you happen to catch the replay of this conversation, just drop a hashtag replay in the comments so that way we can build community together. So the way JT Office Hours works is this is our Thursday jam. So every other Thursday, we release a poll in the group of questions that folks have have asked or shared. Um, The questions come from whether people dropped them into the group or questions that people shared when they first asked to join the group. So we go through those questions. We we release a poll in the group on Thursday. Folks vote on the questions they want me to answer. And then the, the top three questions with the most votes, I go live the following Thursday and answer. So I'm answering the questions, uh, the three questions with the most votes from for last week, and I'm excited to jump in. And so as I go through our three questions, if it sparks thoughts, questions or or reactions from you, please, please, please share in the chat. Um, If I look over, it's because I'm looking at my phone where I can monitor the chat in case there those things come up. So I'm going to go ahead and jump in. We have our three questions tonight. Our three questions are, should I offer free consultations to build clientele? The second question is, what is an escort? And then the third question is, what's the first step in in launching my consulting business? So um, I'm going to start with should I offer free consultations to build clientele? This is such a beautiful question. And uh, I will give you uh, my perspective on this as well as share with you a little bit of my journey in in using free consultations. So my perspective is, is that if you decide to offer free consultations in your business, You want to be really clear on the return on investment. So what I mean by return on investment is because you are going to be investing your time for free. You may not be paid in a monetary standpoint, but what other ways will you receive some type of benefit? Because being paid through money is one way. You could also receive benefits in another way. You just need to be really clear on what the benefits are of of providing free consultations. So I came up with a little bit of a list of what might be some benefits or return on investment that 
you would would prioritize and therefore would lead you to offering free consultations. So the first return on investment or benefit that you might be prioritizing in your business is building trust. So spending money is an act of trust. And so if you decide to offer free consultations, that could be a way where people can engage with you, see your expertise up close and personal, and therefore be building trust with you to to convert into a paid client. And so that is one way in which you could be leveraging your free consultations is to use them strategically to build trust. The second return on investment or or benefit that you would prioritize and therefore could lead you to offering free consultations is maybe you just want to get a little bit of experience or experiment in your business. So let's say that you want to offer one-on-one coaching and you don't have your first contract yet. You might offer free consultations as a way to just experiment and get some experience coaching people one-on-one rather than waiting on your first contract to build that experience through your business. So you more than likely have already had one-on-one coaching experience professionally, but maybe you just want to start experimenting in your business of, of, of leveraging that experience or playing around with that service model. And rather than waiting on your, your first contract, you actually want to offer some free 30-minute coaching sessions for folks for your benefit of being able to experiment and build experience. Um, and maybe, you know, folks who engage in it provide you a testimonial, which would be another return on investment. And so at the end of the, the conversation, they maybe get a questionnaire to be able to provide some data on or perspective on their experience with you. And then you could therefore use that uh, data and information as testimonials in your business. So that's that would be the second piece of a return on investment that you could be considering that would lead you to um, offer free consultations. And then the third and final one is to build your audience. And so if if you are are just trying to get your name out there and have as many people as possible know you, you might offer free consultations. And free consultations, you could also think of just like, you know, providing free content. So whether that's hosting a clubhouse chat or going live on a social media platform, those are also you can think of as free consultations. And you do that to help you build your audience, to have more people know your expertise, know who you are, know what you're offering and what you do, and therefore you're building trust. And building trust is what what moves people through the process of of from, from just being a potential client to becoming a client. And the more people who know of you, know of your business, the more that they can connect you to other people who are uh, who could potentially also be potential clients. So word of mouth is a powerful, powerful tool. So those would be a couple of things to think about and consider. So I just say that to say that, again, you want to be really clear on your return on your investment if you decide to offer free consultations within your business. Now, 
I will share with you that I did in the early stages of my business offer free consultations. And it was, it, I did that to help build my audience as well as build trust. And as my business grew and I got more contracts and my, my revenue was, was grew to be to a steady place. I actually stopped offering free consultations for two reasons. First, I didn't just have the the same amount of time that I did early on in my business because I had more contracts. And so it wasn't the it, it when I when as my business was growing, it wasn't the the I didn't have the same amount of time to be able to offering free consultations that actually I would now be losing money if I'm offering free consultations because by spending time with free consultations means less time for my paid contracts. And so there's, I I named that as your business grows, there will be a a sweet spot that you hit that actually, uh, you know, early on when you're really, when you're early in your business and you're clear on your return on investment that, you know, you, you, um, you're offering the free consultations, but then when your business grows and as it grows, you're going to reach a sweet spot where you realize that actually you're going to start losing money by providing free consultations because you don't have the same amount of available time as you did before. And that's a beautiful, beautiful place to be. So I just say that, that I would not, um, you know, judge anybody who was offering free consultations. That is a, a strategy you use very early on in your business to to build your audience and to build trust. And I would not expect that everyone would offer free consultations for the entire duration of their business. There will come some point where you phase that out. So um, the second reason too why I stopped offering free consultations is the show up rate. So not only did I have a a um, not the same level of availability for free consultations, but the show up rate was low. So I would only get about 50% of people who would sign up for a free consultation actually show up because it was free. (laughs) Like they weren't paying any money. And so they weren't valuing the time in the same way as if they would have paid for the time. So that's just something I just share with you is, you know, to just be aware of, and again, this isn't to discourage you to do it, but this is this is to to just share my experience of you know when I was using it as a strategy um, and my business began to grow it was even more of a reason to phase that strategy out because the show up rate was so low I had a steady stream of income. All right, um, so if you have questions while while we're going through our time together, drop them in the chat. And I see a question from Cindy. Hey, Cindy, will you do another cycle with a new group before the end of the year? Yes, I will. I will absolutely. So um, in this post, um, and I'm not quite sure, depending on the de- the, the device that you have, you may or may not be able to actually see the. Uh, caption of this post, but there's a link to the wait list uh, for the program. So that way, as soon as I open enrollment back up, those who are on the wait list are going to be the first to know. They're going to have have first dibs to being able to join the program. So if you aren't on the wait list yet, you want to go ahead and, and click that link and join the wait list. So that way uh, you're the first to know when it opens. Um, all right. We're going to keep pushing through to question number two, which I'm so excited about this question. So this this next question is, what is an S-Corp? I love, 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 love this question because this is a knowledge building question. And this is the, the access to information 
Um, access to knowledge is a source of power. And oftentimes what keeps uh, those of us from marginalized backgrounds out of, of the arena, out of the room, away from the decision-making table is because of a potential lack of access to information and knowledge. And so I love this question so much because in, in building our knowledge around, around certain business aspects, it builds our source of power um, in our business. And so uh, this question of what is an S-Corp is a great question. So an S-Corp is a, a tax classification. So when you decide to fi file or officially register your business with the state and you file as an LLC, one of the amazing benefits of an LLC is you have the, the uh, choice of how you want to be taxed. So most folks, the majority of folks, when, well, let me, first off, let me say this. I'm not an accountant. <laughs> I'm just sharing my experience with y'all and what I know. So just know that everything that I say, take with a grain of salt in Google, uh, just to make sure you do your own research. Um, but sharing with you my experience, what I know, what I've, uh, after, you know, having my consulting business for over three years. So, um, so with the escort being a a tax classification, when you file your LLC with the state, you the, the majority of uh, LLCs, their tax classification is as a sole proprietor. So when you are a single member LLC and um, you, you, your LLC separates you from your business, but you're still taxed as an individual, which is why you can still uh, file your your business income on your personal taxes um, is because you're being taxed as a sole proprietor. So an S corp is a a type of tax classification beyond a sole proprietor. So an S corp is a tax classification that you can elect into. Once you have received or you um, you reach a certain level of revenue. So one major reason why folks will elect into an S-Corp tax classification is because when you are taxed as a sole proprietor, you have to pay employment tax, self-employment tax. Self-employment tax is around 15%, and that is, is what you have to, uh, a tax you have to pay. When you are an S-Corp, there, you, you, one of the requirements is that you have to put yourself on payroll. You have to give yourself a salary through, through your business. So because of that, you are no longer through your, your taxes being taxed, the self-employment tax, because you're now paying taxes through your salary. So because of that shift and change, when you hit a certain level of, of revenue in your business, filing for an S-Corp will actually save you money and taxes. And so that is is one of the um, many reasons why 
folks, as their business grows, they will elect into an S-corp tax classification is because they will save money on their taxes due to the shift in self-employment tax. So I say that to say that I'm not an accountant. Um, and you, 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 you know, want to do your own research, but I say that to say that, you know, usually folks, um, your business has to be making a, a significant amount of profit, um, in order for you to reach the threshold where it's beneficial for you to be an S corp. So I've heard some folks identify that threshold of 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 revenue minus expenses, like your net income of after you deduct your business expenses, what's left over. I've heard people identify the threshold of 60,000, 70,000, 80,000 being the threshold where it would be beneficial for you to elect into an S-corp tax classification, because that's when you would begin to be saving money because of the shift that would happen in your self-employment tax. So those are things that you would want to talk about with an accountant, um, just to, you know, look at your own situation to know when that would be beneficial for you. Um, But it's a beautiful question because so many people, because of the lack of, of access to information and knowledge, People could be growing tremendously in their business, but not know about an S-corp and be paying more in taxes than what they should. Um, so, so it's a really, really beautiful question. Uh, so that way we're informed as business owners to be able to, to you know, take advantage of, of those types of options in our business. All right. So that is, is uh, our second question. Hey, Dernisha. Hey, Lashana. So glad you are here. So, so glad you're here. All right. So now we're just moving in. And hello, Sherelle. Hey, hey, hey. All right. Uh, if you just joined, feel free to drop a comment. Say, hey, let me know you're here. Um, and if you have questions around anything I just went over um, or what I'm going to share, just drop those in the chat and I'll, I'll get those questions answered. All right. So our third and final question is, what's the first step uh, to launch in your consulting business? It's a great, great, great question. So the if you have attended one of um, my webinars, we've talked about this a little bit. And, you know, one of the things that I share is that sometimes we sometimes we put so much energy around the word launch that we actually get in our own way because we we begin to create this imaginary checklist of all the things we have to have have done in order to actually start bringing in revenue. So I just want to dispel that so that way, you know, we're we're not getting in our own way um is that what you need to to begin to start going after clients I'm not going to, I'm intentionally not using the word launch um, because each of you, the moment you, you be, you birth the idea of your consulting business, you launched like your business is, is, 
is you're ready to go after your clients. Um, but what I would name for you as the first step, and I talk a little bit about this on my webinars, is that you need to be really clear around the problem you are solving. And so, you know, this, this takes a lot of thought, a lot of reflection. And oftentimes for us as educators, it's really hard to get clear on because our profession has actually required us to wear many hats. So we have many superpowers. We have many areas of expertise. And so you need to get really clear on what's the problem that your business is, is uh, solving. And we talk about this, you know, on my, my webinars that being able to articulate the problem is, is bigger than just saying, you know, training for new teachers. Like that's not the problem. The, you want to get really, really clear um, to, to be able to describe what the problem looks like, of, of what it feels like. Um, like you want 2020 vision on the problem because that's going to give you clarity around who you need to talk to, the types of conversations you need to be having. It's going to give you some talking points in some of those conversations. So you most certainly want to start there with getting really clear on the problem that your business is solving. Once you're clear on that problem, you're positioned to start talking to folks. <laughs> you don't need a website. I mean, a website's nice. It is beautiful. And it is not necessary to get a contract. So, you know, some people, that's why I intentionally separate, you know, the word launch, um, because I think sometimes, again, we can create this narrative in our head if I have to launch first before I get a contract. Like, you can get a contract before you share your business with the world. <laughs> like, you just need to be clear on the problem that, that you're going to be solving to know who to talk to, what types of contracts you're looking for. So, so that's that's my thought related to this question is just being really, really clear on the problem. It warms my heart uh, that we're in, in this community together. So those are our three questions from tonight. And um, like I, I shared is that JT Office Hours is, is our Thursday jam. So the next set of questions are going to come up this Thursday in the group. And then I'll go live um, the following Thursday and answer our next three set of questions. All right, y'all. That's it for today's JT Office Hours. Um, I'm uh, excited to see you all in the group throughout the week. And stay tuned because I have a couple of announcements that are coming up that you're going to want to know about. And I'm excited to, to continue to be in community and to see you all in two weeks for your next JT Office Hours. All right. I will see you all soon.